the, the, the verb is love, 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 Welcome to the verb is love podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and this is my sister in Christ, Chrissy, and we are the creators of the verb love. Yes, Lauren, this podcast is going to be riveting and very informational as we dive into current events and hear powerful love testimonies from people from all walks of life. We created this podcast so millennials can get a clear understanding of how the world handles different situations and how the word of God uses love to manage situations. So make sure you tune in to all streaming platforms every other Friday. We'll chat with you soon. God bless. God bless. Hello, hello, my people of God. Hey, hey. How you doing, sis? Good. Great, great. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast, The Verb Love. I'm your host, Chrissy. We have my sister here, Lauren. And we're just going to um, talk to you a little bit about Christians and the government. Now, Lauren, this is a heavy topic, you know, yes, because it's a lot going on in our government right now. I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. And then with this being an election year, you know, it's, it's more crazy. Yes. <laughs> Everything is just haywire. Right. I mean, and even with like the governor and, you know, the mayor of Atlanta, um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, she's yeah. going through it because she wants to keep things closed. You know, we were talking about that. Now, how do you feel about that? Because you have a child still in school, too, and so do I. So, I mean, are you sending your kids back? Your child back? Oh, uh, my daughter. My daughter actually goes to um, a charter school, and we all had to do a survey. And luckily, right now, um, she won't. They're still doing the virtual. So I'm like, thank God, mm. because if not, I wasn't going to send her back. I don't feel comfortable sending her back yet when we can't we're not even allowed to gather and worship right we send our kids back to school right yeah but we're allowed to gather to protest right that's like but our kids can't like i mean come on i know but see that scares me though because like for somebody that is in a poverty-stricken neighborhood um kids who parents are on drugs kids who you know parents just aren't as into their education as they should be I feel like those are the kids who are going to suffer the most it may not be the parents like me or you who are really you know into our kids education but the, the kids because even my son he's in fourth grade and he was saying oh this this um, student wasn't here and this student hasn't been here the whole virtual time we suppose you know the last three months so I'm just afraid that some of these students is going to fall through the cracks and they're not going to get the education and guess what they're still going to be skipped to the next grade really not right so that's my concern about not being in school and I just feel like they need to do better as far as if they're going to bring them back then make better arrangements because as far as the older kids Mm -hmm. like they're getting on septa they're being exposed Mm -hmm. to all these things like 
come up with a charter bus for the kids like they used to do back in the right. day, the separate charter buses. So only that school can get on the bus. I just feel like they're not really making good precautions for our yeah. children. And then at the same time, you don't want them in the house either based on, you know, mental health and, yeah. you know, like you said, falling through the cracks. Yeah. So it's just crazy. I know, I know. But um, that's why we're here to talk about, you know, Christians and the government and how we need to be responding. And you mm. you just brought up some really good points. And I think that these things need to be brought up to the school districts and brought up to the principals, because these yep. are things that they should be pushing to implement so that our kids can have the same level of education that other children have, you know? Right. And so definitely that bring you know that just brings us to to our point about these institutions that that God created. You know, God created three basic institutions so that we we as humans can function civilly. That's the family institution, the church institution and the government. You know, family, we need that institution. That's our upbringing in the church. We need that for worshiping in the government. We need that to keep things civil. So it's like, how is everything like intertwined? It seems like it should be three separate entities all coexisting. But it's like the the government is at war with the churches. The churches is at war with the government. They're trying to overstep. You know, how do you feel about that, the fact that we we can't worship, we can't go to church. The government is literally not allowing us to come together for worship. I think that's kind of overstepping their boundaries. What do you think? Um, I agree totally just on the fact that if we can open up restaurants, you know, hair salons and different things like that, why can't we um, open up the churches? But I feel like I've seen some churches are opening, but they're like having like social distancing. I've seen like two mm-hmm. churches and it's not like a lot of people in there. Yeah. But I feel like we still can worship. Like we kind of forgot about that. And then I feel like, too, this is another subject that a lot of churches weren't prepared because mm-hmm. I can say like even my church, like we were trying to talk to our pastor about, you know, starting some of these things ahead of time and then look where we are now oh yeah we need that live um pastors yeah preaching different stuff like that i feel like we need to when we start seeing the signs move along with the times ahead of time so when we get in situations like this we can be prepared yeah because i feel like you should be able to worship wherever you are but it's nothing like being in the house of god i know amongst other believers and at the same time, mm-hmm. we can't let that hinder our worship either. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, I just feel like it's a the reason why it's so much division and so much overstepping the boundaries is because there's not Christian leaders in place. You know, when we first of all, a lot of black people don't vote. I mean, that's just statistically speaking. And then when they do vote, they just vote Democrat or they just vote whatever their parents vote or they just vote what they've been told or trained to vote. And that's not good because now we're appointing leaders who don't have Christian values. And this is when we get 
this is what we get. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the perfect storm we've created because I for- yeah. And talking about that, I forget where is um Brianna Taylor? What um what is that? Mississippi? Like what part is that? Do oh you know? yeah, I think that wasn't I'm not sure where she was. But talking about that, I think it's the governor or the mayor, one of them, and he's African American and he is not helping, like he doesn't care. And mm. that goes back to what you said. We, you know, we elect these people, and a lot of people may have just elected him because of the color of his skin mm-hmm. instead of really knowing what he abides by, you know? Right. So this is very true. We need to do our research. Even me, myself, I'm learning a lot. Like, this is deep, especially coming up for the election. Right. Um, definitely for me, I'm going to be looking at who's who. Right, yeah. Brianna Taylor was in Kentucky, of Kentucky, all places. Okay. Yeah, Louisville. But um, yes, with this election, we, I mean, I'm so much more knowledgeable now than I was in the past. And we just need to mm-hmm. do our research, like you said, find out as much as we can about the candidates before we go just pressing D, 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 yeah, for Democrat. Exactly. Just clicking any <laughs> button just because you're black. And you know, Joe Biden made a statement about that. And he's like, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. And that's just because he's oh. a Democrat. And that just goes the show of the brainwash oh, no. that, you know, that, that the Democrats have over mm-hmm. black people. It's like, they know that they're, they're going to get that vote. They know because that's historically speaking, that's what black right. people do. They just vote Democrat most of the time. So that's why we have the tyranny that we have in our government because it people are Christians are not taking the time to elect good, wholesome Christian leaders. And that's what happens. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Hitler, you know, Venezuela, everywhere that the government took over the citizens, Mm -hmm. these were non-believers. These were not followers of Christ, you know? So what do you think we can do? Like, what are some things we can do, Lauren, to to help our nation? I know we're just... It's just me and you were here right now, but hopefully we got thousands of listeners and <laughs> with some advice you would give them for our leadership. I feel like some of the things we discussed, we need to really um, do our research. We can't just, you know, mm-hmm. pick someone because of the color of their skin, because of, you know, our yes. But also we need to pray and we need to make sure Mm-hmm. That we are selecting right. Christian leaders, true Christian leaders who are um, abiding by the Bible. Amen, sister. And following the principles <laughs> of God. Amen. Where you you running for Congress, Lord? Okay. <laughs> no. Ooh, ooh. I know. <laughs> you like I don't know. Like, about I'll all <laughs> no, but that's good because that's exactly okay. how I feel. Like. We really got to pray for our leaders and we need, we need good Christian, wholesome leaders. Um, And like whatever you can do, you know, they have voter registration drives, you know, you can be out here um, telling people about each candidate, you know, giving information about each candidate, not just slandering, but actual facts 
you know, factual information right. about each candidate so the voters can ha- make an informed decision and not just say, oh, just vote Democrat if you're black and Republican if you're white. You know, that's not the way to go. Because we right. all have to give account, you know, to God for the life we live. You know, so. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And talking about that, this has nothing to really do with anything. But you said something about slandering. I know. And I'm just cracking up looking at these. They do, right? How they <laughs> That's what I'm Do one another. And then they got right. Trump approves this message yes. or, you know, Joe and Biden. I'm like, like, they you know, that's just like, like tactics, funny. you know, it's like political warfare. Yeah. Hey, Lauren. So we was going over First Timothy chapter two. Verses 1 and 2. Do you have that in front of you? I do. um, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Wow. So that's like very clear. It's like pray for our leaders and we may lead a peaceable life. Wow. That's deep. So, I mean, that just goes to show that right back to what you said, we have to pray. We have to pray for our leaders that we select. In this verse, I didn't really understand because I used to be like, not my president, you know what everybody says, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, he is our president and we should pray for him, whether we like his decisions or not, because like this Bible verse says, um, we want to live a quiet and peaceable life in godliness and honesty. But um, I did have a question for you. Yes. So how should Christians approach politics in the government? Wow, that's a great question. Um, So, you know, I mean, back to what Peter said in the Bible, we must obey God rather than man, you know. And in addition to voting for people with Christian values, we have to look for, the Bible says, um, the fruits of the spirit. You know, we have to look for people who exhibit those fruits, Because God created humans out of love and we were designed to imitate God, which is love, you know, the verb love, right? Right. (laughs) I always say that (laughs) all of our podcasts, but um, this is so true because when we're following God, you know, conforming to the will of God is not easy, but we are more happier. We have more Mm -hmm. love, you know, is less sin getting in the way and interfering with our lives. But when we don't conform to the will of God and, you know, we lead sinful lives, then we have shame, we have dishonor, we have hate, hatred, you know, towards our other brothers and sisters. And that's just, you know, goes to show the sinful nature of humans. So we, if we already have a sinful nature, then when it comes to politics and government, we really need to select someone who's following Christ conforming to the will of God, you know? So I believe that is 
how Christians should basically approach. And just like you said, pray, 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 because it doesn't matter the different backgrounds, Baptists, Pentecostal, atheists, Muslims, you know, we're never going to agree on what the, the views are of, of how a, how we should act as, as, you know, as a believer, they're not going to, they're not going to, agree with certain things that Christians and this type of Christian not going to agree with that type of Christian. So the best thing to do, like you said, is pray and try to select people that have visions that's aligned with the moral laws of God. And that's, that's basically, you know, the best I can explain it because it's, it's a tough, it's a tough situation. It's a tough topic, you know? And talking about that, um, in the Bible, he says, you know, pray for all people. So piggybacking on what you said, mm-hmm. we have to continue to pray. So it doesn't matter if it's someone you don't like. It doesn't matter if it's a different race or a different religion. We need to pray for all people if we really want change. Yes. And then going back to the scripture, James 5, 4 and 4. Mm-hmm. You can't expect things to change if we're not talking to God about it we can't sit here and complain but we're not doing the work and praying yeah. about it but I do what else did I want to ask you so how can we um believe that these leaders will confirm conform to the word of God so I mean just by the fruit you know by because listen everything starts with God so like when we go back to the Bible just like you you said um Romans um 13 chapter 1 it explicitly Mm -hmm. says all authority comes from God it doesn't say some you know Mm -hmm. and that's why I love the Bible it's very specific it says all authority comes from God so anybody that's in any type even parents like you know you think you authority over your child your child or your children but no really God is all authority comes from God and so the the president and even parental guidance this is like we're delegated, you know, because we're we're not even our own. And the kids are definitely not ours. Everything belongs to God. We are delegated by God. God chose you to be your child's mm-hmm. mother. He chose me to be my kid's mother. You know, he chose me to be my father's daughter. Basically, God is in charge and we are delegated authorities. So we have to go- look to God for answers. We have to follow God in order to be responsible for following his laws. And if we don't, if we don't, then we're acting tyrannically. We're being tyrants. We're just doing our own works. And you might as well say, you know, we're following the works of the devil. If it's not the work of God, you know, so yeah. And then that's when I was going to say, and that's when there's consequences, just like Mm -hmm. I feel like what's going on in the world right now. A lot of it is because we took God out of a lot Mm -hmm. of things like we know out of the schools, out of the jobs and different things like that. And I feel like when we don't follow and abide by God, absolutely. And that's what's going on. They are not division. They're taking things into their own hands. They're not recognizing that the authority came from God. As um, Romans 13, one says, 
And then, um, you know, that's just, everything is like in a nutshell right there. If all authority comes from God, then that means everybody that's in an authoritative figure, Mm -hmm. you know, position should be looking to God for answers and guidance. How we need to start speaking our words and believing it something is going to happen. She said, we have to believe that there's going to be a change. And I feel like we have to really start speaking it because a lot of us are just saying, you know, this is never going to end, blah, blah, blah. We have to really pray if we want things to change. Mm-hmm. And I was, what I thought was really powerful, I was reading um, Exodus 32, 11 14. And it talked about, mm-hmm. I'm, I think it was Elijah, how he prayed right. for it to stop raining and it stopped raining for three years and six months. Yes. So I really thought that was oh, really yes. powerful because if we pray, things can happen. Prayer changes things. So we need to really start praying and, you know, knowing different yes. praying for our leaders. You know, you following God, you know, you a believer, you know, you doing mm. everything that you believe is in alignment with the will of God then you're righteous and you have the authority to intercede on behalf of basically the world, you know? So that's another reason why we really need to pray. We really need to know our Bibles. We really need to get into this voting practice of knowing the candidates on the ballot (laughs) and getting into it. And these Mm. are all like real life applications that anybody Mm. 18 and over who's who can vote can actually do to help shape a better governmental structure in in the United States. Yes, everyone can. So we just want to leave y'all with that guys. This has been a very informative podcast because this is surrounding us right now. You know, yes. and we are just so blessed. And I thank God, thank you, Jesus, for allowing right, us to yes. be born in a country where we can practice our faith without being, you know, without living in fear of persecution or being jailed like they are in yes. China, you know? So I'm very grateful that we would, we probably wouldn't even be able to do this podcast this in China. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. Because that's basically yeah. what they do. Because they have to keep it tunnel, under wraps, you know. So I'm somewhere. I'm grateful for that. And that's another mm-hmm. uh, you know, best part too, because right. um those countries in those third world countries and other countries like that <laughs> who the government completely I mean, it's just the you know, the communist government where they completely rule their citizens. They have no say in how they want to live you know where over here it's just yeah yeah all of that all of that so it's just it's just a blessing and i'm very grateful everything and i thank god for you and our podcast and our listeners and and the word of god that we're we're getting out there you know to the people so thank you everyone for listening thank you lauren we had some technical difficulties but the devil is a liar (laughs) <laughs> at all <laughs> yes, and God y'all. prevails okay he didn't want this word to get out 
Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Verb Love Podcast. You guys let us know different topics we can talk about. Share your reviews. Keep subscribing. And we'll talk to you guys soon.